Hi, everyone. Mitch from PickDogs.com here with Chris and Brian here with your live show. We're live seven days a week, 365 days a year. We are running a little bit behind. I had meetings all morning today. It's not an excuse. It's just a telling you why. Um, we're not making excuses. We're just showing up and giving out free picks. So we do every day. Um, no excuses, just free picks here at the Pick Dogs channel. Pretty interesting night of games last night. Um, I watched most of them. I think we saw kind of the good, the bad, and the ugly across the board there. What did you think last night, Chris? I know that you had the under in that Nationals-Dodgers game. I, um, I, I, I agreed with that. I, I didn't, I, either I didn't know, I forgot that was your play um, when we did the show because I said I liked the under in that thing. And then it's like mm-hmm. right off the bat, two runs for the Nationals, then Mookie Betts leads off the bottom half of the home run. It three runs into a seven-and-a-half you know, number on this thing. And it's like, I've been in those spots where it's like, I was on one um, like a week ago where Pablo Lopez had the same thing um, early, a ton of runs. And then they went all the way to two outs, two strikes in the ninth inning. And that's when I lost my under. Um, But uh, yeah, some days are just going to be like that. Yeah. You know, it was just one of those days where, you know, I, I was sitting there thinking, okay, Garrett Clevenger, he did the eighth inning, gave up the two-run shot to to Garcia, and I'm like, okay, it's 4-3. Just got to get through this. Mm-hmm. And then he comes out for the ninth inning, and I'm like, Dave Roberts, what the hell are you doing? He had, he had Craig Kimbrell warming up, and I'm like, if you think you have a shot to win this game in the bottom of the ninth or whatever you have, you throw Kimbrell out there and try to limit the damage. But he left him in, and all of a sudden, show of hands of who thought the Nationals were going to put up an eighth spot on the Dodgers last night. I mean, yeah, but, but Kimbrell, Kimbrell is the damage, you know. I mean, he's not the same guy that he was. And, and he's not, but I think he was a better option whatever Garrett Clevenger was throwing last night. He's just night. not a good option. He's just not... Or anybody, but I think Clevenger was left in an inning too long last night. Yeah, it happens. Um, you know, it, it was second second game in a row, second fifteen dollar play in a row where I got nicked in the eighth inning, but it's okay. Bounce back today. Brian, another fifteen dollar winner. Who did you have yesterday? I didn't even know you had. I just know that one. Who? Well, <clears throat> cash in the Miami Marlins for my fifteen dollars. That was you know a nip and nice. tuck game all the way. Yeah, but that's, you know, that's what they are these days. I mean, how many of the games yesterday were one-run games? We had one run in Milwaukee. We had one run in um, Seattle in Seattle again, right? The exact thing that we said, you know, take the Rangers plus, plus, and they're in Seattle to win. It was yeah, exactly we paid, that. You hit on paid, the Mariners and paid, hit on the paid plus again. Um, yeah, I, I think we you do. were right on with the Baltimore Orioles. You hit that. Uh, I thought Tampa Bay would crush them yesterday, but they didn't. So uh, the Rays got out. You know, it's kind of like the Rays got out to the lead earlier, and then the Orioles, man, just keep doing what they're doing. And then um, for me, my fifteen dollar play was the Braves, and that was pretty much easy money all the way. They just were, cruised it, man. They were uh, Aaron Nola just got smacked. I mean, he got just. He was looking for a place to hide, and as soon as he found the hiding place, two-run home run got hit on him. Now it was pretty much the it for that game. The, the Phillies, once again, though, um, they've become a late-inning team now, you know, where it seems like they wake up in the eighth or ninth inning giving it a shot. They had, a, you know, they had the rally going in the ninth inning, hit the two-run home run, had the runner on first, and then Kenley Jansen um, came in. That was ball game. Yeah, yeah. 
We're seeing some Phillies hitters. I think you're going to see the same story play out with the Braves and Phillies today. So we'll well, we've, we've got the Braves and the Phillies at 12:35. Funny that you you mentioned it. We've got the Braves and the Phillies. We've got uh, the Tigers and the Padres, and then Corbin Burns um, up against Chris Archer in Milwaukee. Chris, what do you think on these? You know, I, I was going back and forth on that Phillies game, but. Uh, I'm still going to lean towards, I think, the value and uh, take the uh, Braves minus one and a half. You know, I, I just I can't get a read on Kyle Gibson. And while I'm not a Charlie Morton guy by any stretch of the imagination, the Braves, for me, just the better team. They just keep finding ways to sort of, you know, win that win, win on the run line. And I think this is another spot where the Braves win on the run line. It's not going to be a blowout, I don't think, but I could see a five to three kind of game. And uh, I think that the Braves take one from the Phillies again. And, uh, but I think my stronger play in this time slot is the Brewers on the run line. I just Chris Archer, a four-inning guy, and he's been giving up a little bit of damage in those four innings. And uh, I think Corbin Burns just been pretty much lights out over his last seven starts. So give me the uh, the Brewers on the run line. Brian? Yeah, I agree with Chris here as far as Brewers and Twins go. I don't like to take negative odds and run lines, but I think uh, – as far as free picks go, Cor- Corbin Burns has just been phenomenal. And uh, Chris Archer, normally he's a four-inning guy and really good four innings, but I think his last last start wasn't so good. I just I just think the Brewers here are at least two runs better with Corbin Burns on the mound. It should give him seven, seven strong, maybe eight. So I'll take Milwaukee, lay that run line, and then the Phillies and Braves. I'll take the Phillies plus one and a half. I, Charlie Morton usually is my second-half guy, but he's not as strong in the second half this season. Kyle Gibson off of getting blown up. You never really know what you're going to get Crushed. from Gibson. Crushed. Well, I'll tell you, you what know, we you, know. You, you give about five in an inning. Right, the Phillies you know, will get uh, killed. They're gonna I don't think the Phillies clobbered. get killed. This is a must-have series for them. They stink. Uh, they if stink. If you're feeling ballsy, take the Phillies on the, run, on the money line. Oh, my but God. I, I, I'm taking them on the run line Oh, today. my God. You, you, you've got to be kidding. I mean, what, what world do you live in? That you take oh, the I Phillies the to beat the, the Braves Phillies today. Have to have the, they have to have the series. This it doesn't matter. Have to have, so they're going they to get. So they're going to get it. That is no, not no. going to happen. I, I need a million dollars. In what world? In what world do the Phillies win this game? Have you not been watching the Phillies since the All Star break? Have you? Did you not been. see them get swept by the Chicago freaking Cubs? I mean, did I you not see Gibson get absolutely bludgeoned? by that Cubs lineup, and, and now here you are against the Atlanta Braves, the team of teams in the second half. You stole one off them in one game, and they're making sure that doesn't happen again. The, Gibson the, has been late. a pitcher that gets blown up, and then he bounces back with two good starts, then he gets blown up, has two good starts, gets blown up. They're going to get killed. They're going to get killed. They're going to get killed. I, I love the. I agree with Ruflo. I love the Twins on the run line here, um, getting a one and a half against the Brewers. The Brewers just cannot cover the run line. I mean, they, we saw it against Colorado. They could not do it. Um, we saw it last night again against the Twins. Um, could not do it. Um, I like. I like the uh, the Twins in the run line in this one um, as well. And um, for the Tigers. It's all about the Nerfy today. It's all about the Nerfy. The game's over after the first inning. Nerfy is home dogs against the National League. Seven in a row for the Tigres. On July 27th, DeMaio. 
Are there 30 days in July or 31? 31. 31. All right. Extra day for people to take advantage. That's Jorge Kirby to you. <laughs> you never know. You never know. You never, ever know until you know. Anyways, we go to our next slot, and that's going to be the uh, Angels and the Royals. Jansen Junk pitching. They got some junk on the mound, some junk in the trunk. Then you got the Dodgers and the Nationals. This is... This. Andrew Heaney is minus 300. <laughs> this, is, this is Andrew Heaney against Patrick Corbin. The funny thing is Corbin makes a lot more money than, than Heaney. A lot more. Corbin's like, Corbin's like one of the highest paid pitchers out there. And then you got Senzatella and, and uh, Giolito going at it in Colorado. The White Sox absolutely proving once again last night, not playing their best baseball, leaving a million and a half runners on base in that game and still winning the game. They absolutely take the National League, chew them up, and spit them out. <laughs> I mean, they have just dominated against the National League. It's like basically the way they were against lefties last year is the way they are against the National League. They just chew them up and spit them out. And that's what the they did. would crush them. They had a shot. They didn't. They didn't. They played. They didn't. Did they play? They chewed them up, (laughs) spit them out. All right. White Sox, though, they're underachievers. They're not against the National League. They're not. (laughs) They're double. The win streak is now in double digits against the National League. Anyways, Chris, what do you think? I don't think that there is a uh, a more appropriately namesake pitcher for the LA Angels and Jansen Junk because Junk is what the Angels have been for the last month and a half and I don't expect that to change here you know I, I don't love Brad Keller you know if he, we, we've said before that he has the stuff if he was on the Yankees or the Dodgers or anything this would be a minus 225 minus 250 pitcher hasn't shown it for Kansas City but Kansas City's been the better team despite yesterday's loss so I, I'm gonna go with the Kansas City Royals here to bounce back I, I just don't want anything to do with the Los Angeles Angels and I'm gonna take the Dodgers team total over I'm not laying minus 300 with Andrew Heaney because I have PTSD with backing Andrew Heaney but Patrick Corbin's just a no-fly zone for me and I think the Dodgers want revenge after being publicly shamed last night so give me the uh Give me the Dodgers team total over. It's too good to be true. Minus three hundred. Wow. Yeah. What do you What do you like here, Brian? Oh, this is a tough slot as far as free picks go. Um, boy, I'm gonna take the White Sox and the Rockies to go under eleven and a half here. I've been waiting for Giolito to be dominant, and I think he's gonna get stronger as the season winds down here. You're gonna see the best Giolito. And Sensatella, he hasn't been awful. And I think combined, these two teams should easily get under 11.5. I don't think they'll get to 10. So I like the under in that game. The really nice thing about Corbin that you have to keep in mind is these are the years where the salary, his salary from that nice contract that he signed, really kick in. It's like, you know, it's $12.5 million the first year, then $19 million. Now these are the glory days. $23 million, $24 million, and then the big boy. Guaranteed in 2024, drum roll plays, $35 million for Patrick Corbin <laughs> for one season. God bless America. 
God bless he's America. Be like the, he's the piece that goes with Juan Soto in, in a lot of deals. If it's like a like a cap yep. hit, but yep, I know there's no cap. But no, there's no cap. Well, the no cap. Like no, 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 I know. I'm just saying, like, that don't pitch. So. Just as like a, like like to take on the contract as, a, as... Oh, there's, there's no cap. No, I know there's not. The payroll salary on 2024 is $35,416,670, including the deferred signing bonus. Ouch. Oh, my God. $35,416,670. Patrick Corbin, we can't afford to keep Scherzer. We can't afford to keep Trey Turner. We can't afford to keep Bryce Harper. We can't afford to keep, you know, Soto. Rendon. We're done. We're done. Ouch. Because you got $118,037,037 invested in Patrick Corbin. <laughs> I shouldn't have to explain that one when you get home. It's like my favorite scene from Wall Street. My favorite line from the movie Wall Street. We really went down the toilet on that ugly bitch. <laughs> and that's uh, pretty much what happened in this one. Anyways, I like Patrick Corbin today. And, and we'll call him Big Money Corbin. I like him today in this spot. What we've seen from the Dodgers is that when they lose, they lose in bunches to the bad teams. We saw Pittsburgh sweep them earlier this season. I think the Nationals do it as well. Andrew Heaney at minus 300. You got to be kidding me. Um, Jansen Junk in the trunk. Um, yeah, the Angels have not backed up a win with a win in 178 games. And then you've got the um, and my wife's telling me that the Mega Millions, 1.2 billion. Yeah, it's gonna say it's up over a billion. I heard. Yeah, you leave that open because Echo. Thanks. Then you've got, um, you know, like I said, the White Sox just absolutely owning the National League. It's, uh, if there's a game that doesn't need to be played, it's that one. <laughs> just auto. It's actually, it, it's actually against the ro- on the road against the National League. It's, what it's National even, League teams have they played, though? Well, the Rockies was one of them. The Rockies, they stink. Wow. They probably, they probably wow. beat the Rockies, Pirates, and then... Ryan's. And, National. So <laughs> we're gonna call it judge, judgmental <laughs> Wednesdays with Brian Bittler. Really, man. We get the show. The show runs an hour, and we start the show an hour later. He gets all bitchy, all kinds of bitchy. He's hangry. He needs a sticker. <laughs> they did beat the Giants, but the Giants stick. They swept. Sure. Well, they swept the Giants. Yeah. They, they they got to win against the Dodgers, but lost the other two. Yeah, but at, on the road, on the road. Sorry, yeah, that, yeah, that was at that was at home. Um, the Cubs, they beat the Cubs. You damn right they beat the Cubs. You damn right they beat the Cubs. You know who didn't? Brian had the Brian had the Cubs in in, in <laughs> all those games. They beat the Pirates and not the Pirates, the Padres. Yeah. All right, I don't. They haven't beat anybody. Today. I just wanted. I'm just saying. As soon as you said the Cubs, all I wanted to say was, you know, who didn't beat the Cubs was was the Phillies. <laughs> and I just wanted to leave it at that. Brian now understands my torment as a Blue Jays fan for the last few years. I'm not a fan of any team, but I do root, I do root for the Phillies to do well because I get to see a lot of their games. But, but what? Oh, 
I, I mean, I, I don't care. The oh, I do care if the Phillies win or lose, but, I, you know, if they, if they don't win, it's not a big deal. I care more about my, my plays that got going on. All right. Speaking of plays, what are you selling? Well, we're going to try to get another winning day. Five of six have been winning since coming back from the break. I got my titanium play, best bet, just $15 at BigDogs.com, premium picks, or you can get all three uh, best bets for $50. And make sure you check out Christmas in July. Chris Ruflo still sitting at the top of the 30-day board, so, uh, you know, you got to take advantage of these prices. Yeah, for me, I got my, my $15 pickoff play today. Barely missed out yesterday, but uh, we're going to get back on track today. I think uh, it's a pick-off play, one of my favorite plays of the week so far. And uh, I also got a walk-off Wednesday three-pack. The $15 play not included in that uh, in, <clears throat> Excuse me, in that three-pack. So I got four plays in total. You want all four plays for an extra uh, 14 bucks as opposed to buying those packages individually? Check out the three-day in Christmas in July or something else long-term. You're running out of time to take advantage of it. So make sure you get on. That's right. When I grab Chris's package. Anyways, um... <laughs> <laughs> I got my fifteen dollar uh, big play. Um, back to the winning ways. Uh, hit two in a row on the fifteen dollar big play. Look to make it three in a row today. This is a big payer, one of the bigger payers I've had for the uh, big play. I also have got an early three pack uh, for afternoon, and uh, that's going to be rolling because uh, I've got a lot of games that I just absolutely love today. So um, I'm going to roll that three pack forward. So just. Keep your eyes and ears open. Anyways. Anyways. Oops. Not what I meant to do. I didn't mean to do that. There we go. All right. Back to business. We've got the... got the A's and the Astros the Diamondbacks against the Giants and the Mariners up against the Rangers. Chris, the Mariners the dog in this one. And I mean, with Marco Gonzalez it's you know, not hard to see why, but the, the play of the, uh, the Mariners kind of makes you scratch your head a little bit. I think Marco Gonzalez is the only reason they're an underdog in this spot. Um, but I actually, I think my favorite play here is the under seven between the uh, the A's and the Astros. Cole Irvin's going to be the best shot for the, uh, the, uh, the, the A's to get the job done here. And he's been one of their best, most consistent arms, you know, over the last few weeks. Seen him capable of throwing multiple gems. I remember he stifled Toronto, and I think he had a, a solid outing last time out as well. The Houston Astros, you know, just can't figure out the Oakland A's for whatever reason. So I think it's just going to be a lower-scoring battle. I expect Christian Javier to hold down uh, Oakland, who have struggled against righties this season. And uh, I look for this to be a low-scoring game. So give me the under seven in that one. Brian? Yeah, I should have been ballsy and, and took taken Oak. I should have taken Oakland on the money line, but I had him on the run line yesterday. I like him on the run line again today with Cole Irvin. I think Irvin could go six to eight uh, strong today. I think it's a one run game that the Astros end up winning, but uh, I think Oakland keeps it respectable. Rangers and Mariners, they really look like they're begging you to take Seattle. Uh, you know, if you want to eat juice, I would take Seattle plus one and a half because I think it's a one-run game. But uh, my official play would be the Texas Rangers and, and uh, Gray. Uh, he's been looking, he's been looking stronger as the season goes on. I think he goes seven today. 
I like the um, Astros in this one. Lay four and a half um, runs. No problem. <clears throat> Cole Irvin really has been the thorn in the side, though, of the uh, A's, of the Astros when it comes to playing the A's. He has really pitched well against the Astros. Like getting one run, scratching one across against Cole Irvin has been difficult for the Astros. So maybe they, uh, since they've kind of been bizarro Astros this series, maybe they're bizarro Astros again today. Like Marco Gonzalez against the Rangers, who wouldn't? And, um, of course, the Giants against the Diamondbacks. I love Zach Gallen, but uh, I don't know. I don't think the Giants lose seven games in a row, especially on the verge of bringing home Shohei Otani. Anything's possible. Shohei Otani. Shohei. I wonder if Oakland could get something for Cole, Cole Irvin. They can. I guess he's a low, he's a low contract guy, they so can. why would they want to trade him? 12 pack of Schlitz. Anyways, <laughs> we've got the. Uh, he's worth more than that. The Phillies would probably trade back for him. He's, he's worth the 15 pack that you can only what get. Are they, what, what were those things called? Like, remember the ball? Beer balls. Remember the beer ball? I don't remember a beer ball. Hams, I think it was, had the beer ball. Well, you were like around a when beer ball, was invented. <laughs> a ball of beer. You buy the beer ball. Oh, you guys going to get a keg? Quarter keg, half keg? Oh. No, let's get a beer ball. I got my beer of the month delivery today. I'm glad that the show was later. I would have missed my uh, knock on the door. Anyway. My Christmas Somebody beer. knocking on the door? Somebody ringing a bell? They're dropping off a case of beer. Oh. Beer me. <laughs> well, it's usually some exotic brew. I haven't. I didn't open it up though. Beer me. <laughs> uh, Reds against the Marlins. Orioles against the Rays. And the Kevin Gausman shows minus two sixty against the Cardinals. And the Blue Jays versus the Redbirds. Chris. Yeah, I, I, I'm having a hard time stomaching that one almost as much as Jose Barrios yesterday. But uh, I'll, take, <laughs> I'll take the Blue Jays team total over um, Adam Wainwright. He's having a solid year at age 40, but on the road, he's really struggling. He's given up 19 earned runs in his last four road starts, over 20-plus innings of work in Toronto. You know, I don't love the price, but they've seemed to have woken up offensively. You know, a total of over four and a half, and that's why they, they can get five runs off of uh, off of uh, Wayne right here, or at least four, and get to the the Cardinal bullpen. So give me the Toronto team total over there, and I'm going to take the under eight between the uh, Marlins and Reds. I just think Luis Castillo been on absolute fire. He's still auditioning to be traded to a contender. He's given up one earned run while going seven in each of his last three starts, and Braxton Garrett's been no slouch himself. So. I think this is a low scoring game. Give me the under eight. Don't cut yourself short. He's been a tremendous slouch. Brian. I think this is a pretty strong slot here. I think the best value is probably uh, taking the St. Louis Cardinals. You're not going to bet your house on them, but I think getting what getting Wainwright on the road at this price, I think you have to play it at least for a hundred bucks. And uh, I'll take the Baltimore Orioles on the money line. I, I messed up and took the Rays on the run line. It looked like the proper play. Just but wouldn't listen wasn't. to me. Just one listen. Uh, They're begging you to you, take the Orioles. <laughs> I think Wells gives you five innings, and then the Orioles bullpen comes in and, and keeps Tampa Bay under control. And then the Reds and Marlins, I'm going to stick with my boy Castillo. Castillo, you know, the guy's name I can't pronounce. I think he goes seven strong today, and the Reds get the win. It's hard to lay minus 145 with Cincinnati, but it's high for a reason. Cincinnati should win. 
The book's begging me to take the Braves yesterday. Yeah, and they're begging you to take them today too. But begging, I can't. They're begging. I will, I will, I'm begging you to take. You'd the be Phillies surprised today. how little begging it actually took to get me on them. Take the Phillies today. Trust me. Yeah, trust. Thank you. me. Thank you later. Thank oh, me later. Okay. Thank <laughs> me later. Thank me later. I like. Uh, I like the Cardinals. Wainwright. No way I'm laying that kind of money on Kevin Gausman. Um, nothing wakes up the bats like Gausman. Um, Marlins and the Orioles. I think Garrett's the type of guy that's sitting on a no-hitter. You know? It's like he has that kind of stuff. It's like he has, like, of all the Marlins pitchers, like, Sandy's a guy that's just, like, in control. And you can see him being, like, a Felix Hernandez type, right? Who can just, like, dominate a game from start to finish and, like, flirt with no hitters. But you could see get this Garrett striking out 20. You know, it's like, I mean, this guy strikes out more. Pl- I mean, I took him on. The, I tried doing the DraftKings roster. I, I had him, you know, Braxton Garrett. And it's like, he only made it four and two thirds, but he struck like 14 guys or something. It's like, man, he has that kind of stuff. He has like, like Nolan Ryan, you know, everyone thinks like, oh, Nolan Ryan was like this great, great pitcher. Really wasn't, you know, like his overall record was not that good. Um, he played on but can't, but record is insignificant. It's the amount of innings that he pitched, no hitters he pitched, strikeouts he had. Right. Um, well, he had no hitter stuff. You know, he had, he threw extremely hard. But when he didn't get hit, and you know, out of the hard throwers, you know, give me Randy Johnson over him any day of the week. Any day. Of the I week. think it's close. I think Randy Johnson is one of the greatest of all time. I think there's a, the re, there's, you know, Randy Johnson is a go to the World Series pitcher. And, you know, Nolan Ryan went to the World Series in 1969. He almost got there in 80 with the Houston Astros over the Phillies. But he got there only in 1969. You know, it was a long time ago. Take take Randy Johnson over any of those guys. One of my favorites. Intimidator. It's like, he was... Someone asked, like, has anyone ever been hit in an all-star game? Like a discussion about this. On, I don't think it was on our show. I can't remember it. But um, it's like no one was hit, but John Cruck almost got hit. The ball went, to, or the ball went around him, the other side of him. Um, John Cruck, one of my favorite guys. John Cruck. What the Cruck is going on here? We could have had a good time if Cruck was around you know, <laughs> these days. Imagine if they had YouTube when I was a kid. Imagine how many friends I'd have then. <laughs> so popular now. Well, they were just inventing TV back then, weren't they? Oh, well, yeah. We had the rabbit ears. We had the black and white TVs. You don't even see black and white TVs anymore. I had black and white TV through the 80s better in black and white. Lose the imagination. Yep. John Crook. All right, I guess we're on our next slot. 
It's the Red Sox and the Guardians of the Galaxy. And Max Scherzer and the Metropolitans up against the Yankees. Chris? Yeah, I think there's ever a game to take it over. It's between the Guardians and Red Sox. They need Nathan Eovaldi. Well, last time we saw him, the, the Red Sox ended up giving up 28 runs. But uh, Cal Quantrill has been no I think Brian, I think Brian, that was the game of Brian was stroking Eovaldi's ego. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll do it again for me today, please, because I'm going to take the over in this one. I, I think, like I said, I think Eovaldi's going to get taken to the woodshed again. But I also think Cal Quantrill not going to make it out unscathed. And by the end of the game, I think we'll see at least 9, 10, maybe even 11 runs in this one. So. Give me the over eight and a half there, and I, I'm gonna go with the, the Mets. If I have to take them on the on the run line, I will. I just I Domingo Herman did not look good against the Astros in his first start, and uh, I think this is just a, what didn't spot. look good about him. I don't understand. Five 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 earned runs, three innings. Uh, he got in my rotation by doing that. So yeah, of course he did. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean he didn't look good? Max Scherzer looked good last time. He, he didn't, but I but I trust Scherzer a lot more than I trust Domingo Herman. Man. Ruffalo is super generous with, with it. <laughs> he's, uh, he's giving away money. Yeah, well, I, I know it's the Yankees at plus 152, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's a no play then for me at that price, but I'll still take the over between the Red Sox and Guardians. All right. Ryan, do you want to tell Chris how foolish well, he is? Well, for me, uh, I, I believe the Yankees may... Uh, Yankees are right up there with the Cardinals as far as value plays for me. I'm, I'm, I was on the Mets yesterday as a huge play, but today I'm on the Yankees. I, I, I don't base uh, much off of Herman's uh, lone start. If he would only last a couple innings, I like the Yankees bullpen. I, I'm a Max Scherzer, definitely one of the best pitchers in baseball. But if there's a team that can get to him, I think the Yankees can. And at this kind of plus money, I think they even it up today. So I'm on the Yankees. I'm on the Yankees also. I'm on Domingo Herman. It's nice he's got the Spanish name. We don't have to give him a Spanish name like Jorge Kirby. And um, I like the Red Sox in this one against the Guardians. Too many people humping up on the Guardians in this one. Taking the Red Sox. They're begging you to take the Guardians. They got their tin cup out. <laughs> All they need is my guitar and a coffee can. <laughs> wrapped in the Guardians money out there. All right, let's get to some parlays. I got a two-game parlay for you, and my, I'm going to take the New York Yankees on the money line and Texas Rangers money line. And we, we were narrowly off on the home run parlay yesterday, so I'll do it again today. I'll go George Springer to hit a home run and Eloy Jimenez to hit a home run. Uh, I'm going to go with the... I'm going to go with the... Houston Astros minus three and a half. The Washington Nationals and the Minnesota Twins plus one and a half. It's Mitch, thanks for joining us. We'll be back at our regular time tomorrow. Make it a winning day. We appreciate each and every one of you.